Welcome to Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. All right, so if things sound a little weird, it's because we are on location. Yeah. Uh, at the L.P. Wilson Auditorium in Windsor. It's our first ever theater podcast in a theater. Yeah. Um, so Joe and I, and Gonzo, who is not here, although he may be here later. Let's see when he comes in. Are um, involved in, and as you've been, li- if you've been listening, mm-hmm. are involved uh, in a production of Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, for Cirillo Summer Theater, which is the um, summer theater program for the town of Windsor, Connecticut, that I run and have run now for five years, and that Joe has been involved in for five years. Yeah, um, Joe. What part are you playing in Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street? I am playing Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. That's and I'm very excited because I've been waiting 11 years to do that. <laughs> so a little bit of insight. Um, I am not, a, I'm not a, a, a purveyor of nepotism. Um, in fact, people that I've worked with, my friends, things like that, are often held to a much higher standard yes. than the actor, unfamiliar actor off the street. So, um, and Joe did have some competition this year, but mm-hmm. in the end, he was the he was the clear victor on that. So I'm very happy to have him. I'm very happy it worked out. I put in a lot of work. <laughs> so we're finishing up, or kind of just about finishing up, our first week of rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm pretty happy where we are so far. Um, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, I don't even know what, I mean, really, this episode is just going to be kind of an update. Yeah. Kind of a, it's not going to be a very long episode. I mean, we, people are going to start walking in if we make it too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, about an, it's about an hour. It's about an hour before rehearsal. So mm. we're trying to get a little bit in. Um, you, you had some news. I have I have a couple of news articles. Right. That we well, before you do news, you have to. So, do you have any news, or do you want me to go? Um, read mine? So, I read a uh, an article today mm-hmm. um, about. Um, they were talking to George Lucas about what would have been his. Um, Episode seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, um, and I just want to look something up here real yeah. quick um, about his idea for it, um, and it was um, fucking stupid. Yeah, um, I, I just, just, just. I mean, I believe it. After you know, um, prequels aren't good movies. So this is what he. This is what he said. Um, Um, The next three Star Wars movies, we're going to get into a microbiotic world. But there's this world of creatures that operate differently than we do. I call them the Wills. And the Wills are the ones who actually control the universe. They feed off of the Force. So it's a movie about midi-chlorian? So it would seem. (laughs) So it would seem. Oh, God. And he's like, well, if I had held on to the company, I would have done it, and then it would have been done. Of course, a lot of fans would have hated it, just like they did Phantom Menace and everything, but at least the whole story from beginning to end would have been told. Well, I'm glad you didn't tell that story, because that doesn't sound any good. No, no. I'm not going to lie to you, George. Um... (laughs) 
you know what? You, you made Star Wars, so you'll always have a very special place mm-hmm. in my heart. But um, yes, I, I I just um, you know, at least the prequels, the story structure around the prequels mm-hmm. made a modicum of sense. Yes. The problem with the prequels isn't the story; it's the execution. Uh huh. Agreed. Um, that that's always been my issue with with mm-hmm. the prequel trilogy is that. Um, it just yeah, it wasn't executed well. So that's 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 my thought there. So that's my first piece of news. Um, what do you? What, I mean, what do you think, Joe, about that? Before I mean, you go to I'm, yours? I'm also glad that they're not making that movie. It sounds like it's just like you wanted to make a documentary about Midichlorian. and I think I think George Lucas is finally coming to terms with the fact that he is the he built a universe that has outgrown himself, and I think yeah. for a long time he didn't think that. I think. I think him giving up control over every single little detail that went into it was the best thing that could have happened to keep his work going. I agree. So I'm glad he didn't make those movies. Indeed. (laughs) Um, What do you got? But talking about bad movies, uh, Leah Thompson is planning to pitch Marvel on a Howard the Duck movie. I love Leah Thompson. I was kind of in love with her when I was a kid. Uh Uh-huh. Um, she almost got naked in Howard the Duck. She did. And uh, that made me very happy. So, um, Which also, I'm just reading, as I'm reading through this, a related article that comes up is James Gunn loves Howard the Duck but thinks the 1986 movie sucks, like most people. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking if she pitches the movie and then James Gunn is like, well, I love Howard the Duck, James Gunn could make a Howard the Duck, a movie. Howard the Duck movie that it would be fucking hysterical. <laughs> read another quick article today, uh, a tweet from Mark Hamill. Mm. You know who Mark Hamill's next door neighbor is? Who? James Gunn. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were talking about how they how they really get along really mm-hmm. well and everything. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, so Leah Thompson, because of her role in the original Howard the Duck, I th- wants to do what she calls uh, ambitions, ambitious plans for a reboot of the series to bring Howard to a whole new generation of fans. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think Howard the Duck needs to be... I like his little cameos that they put in Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think he needs a whole movie. Um, Not on his own. Like, if you want to... I don't know. If you want to make him a Guardian of the Galaxy or something like that, if you want to make him part of something, that's fine. Like, I I don't... I can't complain about that. I I saw the Howard the Duck movie twice, and I regret both times. I saw that movie in a movie theater. Oof. (laughs) I did. That happened. Oh, man. that movie is not good. Yeah, it's um, and you think it's gonna end, and then it goes on for another forty-five for like minutes. An, well, another like thirty-five <laughs> minutes. Yeah, um, that's not a that's, that's not a movie not a, anyone can not defend. A good movie. Um, and that was executive produced by George Lucas, yes, by the way. Was. So, mm-hmm. um, do you have any other news? Or I we have, I have one. Other oh, you have one other one. All right. So I think I might have one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do. There was one that I wanted to talk about. Um, I, I I don't want to get too angry mm-hmm. about something, but there's something that's been going on the past couple of weeks um, that has really been pissing me off. Yeah. And today is just another example of that. So Millie Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. you know who that is? Yes. 11. Right. Um, quit Twitter today. Ugh. So she quit t- Twitter today, and I can, um, I think you can yeah. figure out why. Um, 
it's 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 getting ridiculous. Um, you know, last week, um, I think two people came off last week. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was Rose from right. Star Wars. Yeah, um, she deleted her Instagram or and uh, it's I don't get it. I I don't understand why. Um, yeah, Kelly Marie Tran. Mm-hmm. I wanted to call her Rose Tran. And I was like, no, 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 that's her. No, that's her. Her name. Right. Um, I, it's just it, it's maddening. What the hell is happening, people? It's that, it's, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, people? It's that toxic fandom stuff that we were talking about, but now it's leaking into the things themselves. The 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 actual thing that they're a fan of themselves is they're like this person is ruining this thing because they're a part of it. And it's like, but they're not. They, they, even if you don't like the character or if you don't like the, the direction that the character is going in, if you liked them in the first season and didn't like them, in the, it's, they are not in control of that character. They're, yeah. they're the actor portraying the character. But I don't, no, I think it's beyond that. I think it's beyond that. No, it's, um, It's this threat that having a woman, Ugh. a woman of color in, in Kelly Marie mm-hmm. trans case or a woman mm-hmm. um, in Millie Bobby Brown, who also I think in a couple photos wore a hijab or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. um, hijab, and got you know shit for it. I think you know you've got these toxic men. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I bet you a lot of the same people that would consider themselves incels. Yep. Um, oh, oh, yeah. This, you know, it's this, you know, it's this anonymity culture, mm-hmm. and you know, social media. You know, and again, we can sit here and bitch about social media all the time. Hey, I'm going to recommend just in reference to um, the Kelly Marie Tran thing in general. Uh, Junkie.com has a, 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 an article: Star Wars doesn't belong to you. A message to the men harassing Kelly Marie Tran. Um, it's a decent article. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not nearly as uh, vitriolic as I'd like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, listen, listen, listeners. You know, some of you fall into uh, a geek demographic, but as far as I know, none of you are one of these fucking scumbags. If you are, um, unsubscribe. Yeah, L- leave we us, don't. Leave, we don't want you. Leave us a one star. Leave us a one star, you know, just 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 go away. Yeah, leave um, us a one star and start berating us on yeah. Twitter. Take it take yeah. it off of these people that yeah. um, literally hold no effect on your and life. And understand that I hope you die. And I hope that everything that you like and want in the world just goes horribly wrong. Um, I hope a painful disease happens to you. Um, preferably in somewhere tender. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have to that's all I have to say yeah. about that. Uh, Joe, go to something positive, if you will. Um, well, I've got my second article here, which is, um, so Jeff Johns recently confirmed that in the Green Lantern Corps movie, um, the... You hear things in the background, people are starting to yeah, filter in. The uh, Green Lanterns that are going to be the main characters of that movie are both Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart, which are... In my opinion, the two best Green Lanterns. They're really the only ones worth yes. you know, worrying about. I mean, I love I like Kyle Rayner, so I shouldn't give Kyle Rayner too hard of a time. But still, I, I because of the DC animated TV shows, I grew up loving Jon Stewart, and then because I 
love Jon Stewart. I started reading Green Lantern comics and got into Hal Jordan. And so the fact that it's the two of them as your lead lanterns in the movie makes me very excited. Because Green Lantern is probably my favorite superhero. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's not my favorite superhero, but I, I agree with your uh, with your, your thoughts. And I, I really hope it doesn't suck. It's a DC movie, and DC, we, we've seen the news of everything that DC has going on now with their movie division, and it's just a, a dumpster fire inside of a dumpster fire. So, you know, I hope it doesn't suck, but who knows? I have a hard time um, <laughs> believing uh, that it won't. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's your that's our news. Um, I mean, we really don't have much in the way of meat. Really, oh. the whole point of this is just that hey, we're doing theater. It's going to be a lot of fun. And so, if episodes are shorter and less regular, that's yeah. why we do plan on doing a, a, a defending a bad movie pretty soon. Yes, so. very soon, hopefully. But in the meantime, we're going to move on to our mail section, mm-hmm. and we'll start where we always start. And I got the phone right here, right next to the microphone. Hold on. No, it's not oh, happening. No, <laughs> this is what happens. I mean, this is what is this? I mean, I have it on technical difficulties on couch crouches. I blame you, Joe. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, you know, what the fuck? I mean, we just. Oh, you know what? I know why. Is it because the the Wi-Fi in here is garbage? Nope. Oh, there it is. I heard a little bit. That's coming in. It's time for our email from Doug. Yes, Doug. What do you got for me? So Doug, uh, Doug. Oh, maybe I'll see Doug on Saturday. You probably will. I'm gonna come to game, guys. Yeah. Doug emails us at uh, couchcrouches at gmail.com. He's got two questions as usual. What's something that you hated to eat as a child but now don't mind? Oh, I've got a. This is asparagus. I okay. literally gagged any time I had to eat asparagus as a kid, and now I can't get enough of it. I love asparagus. Um, okay. Um, I, mine is probably um, raw tomatoes. Okay. I'm still not huge into raw tomatoes, but I can eat a raw tomato. And sometimes I really enjoy mm. a raw tomato. Back in the day, bleh, no yeah. way. So that kind of, okay. kind of anticlimactic. That was easy, Doug. Secondly, uh, what was a teacher that had a profound effect on you oh i also had this conversation the other day it was um i had the same teacher for both first and second grade she was one of those transitional teachers her name was uh ms fitzgerald um and she was probably the like first teacher i had that really instilled like you are a hundred percent responsible for everything like if you forget your homework assignment it's not on me to like call your parents which for me having a parent that worked in the school district yeah. It was like, oh, we'll just talk to your dad. Like, but she was the one who was just like, you're in first grade. You're not in kindergarten. You've got to grow up you're and get your work now. done. Yeah. And it was since being in her class, it's been, she instilled the work ethic in me of get your shit done and get it done right. Um, so, I mean, I had a lot of really good educators. I, I had a lot of really good educators at the time. Um, but I think the one that probably gets probably really gets me the most. It wasn't even one of my teachers. Mm-hmm. He was a teacher, and he, as far as I know, he. Might, I don't know if he's retired. He is a teacher, um, 
And he doesn't even know that he had a profound effect on my life because I only saw him in the summers. Mm-hmm. It was my director in summer theater. Okay. At West Hartford Summer Arts Festival. The guy's name was Haig Shiverdian. Mm-hmm. I'm a 41-year-old man, and to this day, he's the only person whose very thought intimidates me. <laughs> okay. Um, he was really good at what he did. He was mm-hmm. very efficient. He was super talented. Mm-hmm. But he also instilled a theatrical work ethic in me that I take to, to this day. Right. And uh, if you got anybody that did West Hartford Theater with me, you remember him. If you know anybody from, you know, and if anybody like went to Hall High School or, you know, anything like that, or like was in the band and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know who I'm talking about. You know yeah. exactly what I mean. So that's my, uh, that's my, uh, my, mm-hmm. my person there. So that was from Doug. Thanks, Doug. For Thanks, those. Doug. Uh, we'll go to Jordan. Jordan from Table yes. to Stage podcast. Shout Check out. him out. Uh, his first question is, uh, what skill do you wish you had that you honestly, absolute, to, uh, absolutely, positively do not have now? What current skill would you trade to get trade away to get it? So what skill... Mm. Do, let's, let's try to read this in English. What skill do you wish you had that you honestly, positively, absolutely do not have now? And what current skill would you trade away to get it? I would really like to be able to play the piano. And what would you give up? What would I give up to play the piano? Um, I'd give up my trumpet because I don't play that shit at all. And it never has, it's hasn't come in handy since high school. It's a bit of a cop out. Well, you know. <laughs> um, what skill do I wish I had? Janie, what's, Not a skill. what skill do I wish I had? What's a skill I wish I had? Ladies and gentlemen, Jamie. Um, obliviate. No, no, no. That's a spell. <laughs> what skill? Like a real skill, not a mutant power Aww. skill. What do mm. I wish I could do? I wish I could fix cars. Oh, that's a good one. I, I wish you could fix cars too. Yes. I wish I could fix cars. What would you give up for that? Um, what would I give up? Um, my ability to, to memorize a movie by seeing it twice. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mine was not nearly as bullshit as yours. No, it wasn't. And now he says, what advice do you have for community theater groups to increase engagement and audience size? Um, I don't. Yeah, if we, if we had that information. <laughs> really, what I could say is um, you have to find clever and innovative ways to market yourself. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. You know, it is marketing. Yeah, it's marketing and publicity, and the secret is to find methods outside of the box, something that people are going to remember you by. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really the to increase ga- engagement and audience size. There you go. You've got to utilize, you know, um, modern modern means of yeah. of getting the word out. Social media. Um, you know, there's what it, it, it's it's all about promotion. Be an artist, get creative. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had a better answer for yeah. you, but I don't. Um, can you pull up the Facebook? I can. I also we also have a question from Twitter. Oh my goodness! From a our listener AJ. Um, Hi AJ. AJ asks, with the major press conferences at E3 done, which game or games are you guys most looking forward to? I Elder mean, Scrolls 6. Absolutely, Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> I, I already pre-ordered Spider-Man, so I was already looking forward to that. But then when Bethesda came out and they were like, hey, new Elder Scrolls, um, 
it's gonna be here at some point. And I went, yes. Also, um, I think Smash Bros. Ultimate. I know you're into that. For me. I, um, I think Fallout 76 is something I'm also looking forward to. Um, you know, I've never been a big Fallout fan, but 76 is really catching so my eye. So I was never a Fallout fan either. Um, mm. I've now played most of them. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I, you know, yeah. So yeah, I but, am currently loading Facebook, but as you, as listeners don't know, but you do, the Wi-Fi here is not the fastest. Oh, that can only mean that can only mean that Sam has sent us a question. Sam, I know, I know it's here. It's just not loading. <laughs> here it comes. Okay, Couch Grouch's messages. I know what it. I know the gist of it. I just want to get his exact wording. Here so, we go. Got it. Are you sure? Because I can pull it up. Got it. Here it's it a is. Problem. Here it is. A lot. Uh, Sam says, a lot of harsh things were said last episode about the DC universe all of them entirely justified. If you could take over the reins of the franchise right now, what would you do to try and save it? Um, I would probably have to start over. Yes, burn the whole thing down. I'd burn the whole thing down. Um, I would integrate the um, CW shows into the movie universe. Yes. Um, forgetting about Gotham, um, which is not CW, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I would integrate those characters not necessarily you know make the movie exclusive but i'd like to see i'd like to see grant gustin as barry allen in a movie um i would have superman be superman make it a big colorful Mm -hmm. palette film i would make i would not have lex Luthor be his first villain i would finally do brainiac and that brainiac Brainiac. would be a great movie Um, villain why haven't they done that well, they're starting to now, like the Krypton show, Brainiac's right. the main villain, and mm-hmm. they've they've done the bullshit version of and, Brainiac and on Supergirl. Girl, yeah. um, I have so many issues with Supergirl; it's not even hey. funny. Um, and then I would do Batman, and I would do Batman. Um, I would do Detective Batman. I would yes. do much more Detective Batman. You could do a little bit of, of humor into it. Of course, they always get a little bit of humor with the interaction between Alfred and and, mm-hmm. and Bruce, which is always good. But um. I don't know. I think I would try to just cleave closer to the comic yes. somehow. I also think... And possibly figure out if you can just blame it on, a, on Crisis on Infinite Earths as to why Gal Gadot is still, uh, still Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But I also, I also think that when, after you burn it down, before you completely mm-hmm. start rebuilding these things, you have the CW TV shows and you also keep making the DC animated movies because those... One, fans really like those movies, and two, those They're are the really better good. movies. I mean, what happened with the DC Universe, with the DC Universe, what happened with it, the reason it didn't work is because they tried to go backwards. Yes. Um, you know, they figured, oh, well, Avengers is so popular. Let's just take all of our heroes and mash them together. Everyone's going to know about them anyway. They know who everybody is, which isn't necessarily wrong. Mm-hmm. But the character, you can't, you don't really have much in the way of characterization and stuff like that. Right. So it just didn't work. Um, I mean, that's listen, what I would do. I'm still kind of excited for Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy that movie. I First think. couple of images came out today. Yeah. Looks pretty cool. I mean, we'll see what happens. And like I said in my news article, I'm excited about the Green Lantern movie. I really hope it doesn't suck, but who knows? Yeah, it probably will. 
and now the rumor is is that Affleck is not playing Batman again, and they're going with a younger Batman. And they got two different Jokers with the which walking is, Phoenix. Well, we, we talked about that universe. last week. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. So. Uh, did Sam have anything else? So that was no, it from that Sam. Was it from Sam. Wow. Um, I mean, honestly, that's, you know, if you want to get in touch with us, you know how. It's yeah. couchgrouches at gmail.com, facebook.com slash couchgrouches. Uh, Twitter at couchgrouches, Instagram at couchgrouches, or leave us a review on iTunes. I'm sure Gonzo would say something like, uh, tell a dog to go dig up a bone and then scribe couch grouches on the bone and then bury it back in the ground and we'll somehow get a message that way. But who knows? I agree. So, I mean, I guess we're going to end it there. Yeah. Yeah, you got anything uh, you want to put in before we go? Uh, you know, all things are possible through the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> Every single fucking time. Every episode. All right. I could rant about that. Consider <laughs> consider my, my rant, the Kelly Marie Tran thing from before. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, for Couch Crouches, uh, see you guys later. I'm Jim. I'm Joe. Fuck on, audience. Insert something that Gonzo says here.